As many of us have experienced this, if you or someone you love has had a stroke, you know that there's a full spectrum of potential side effects, side effects from the stroke. Well, they can range from physical and emotional memory loss and lots of side effects. And May is National Stroke Awareness Month. We cover risk factors for stroke, signs, and also prevention. Better informed, better prepared. Living a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you with the Putnam County Health Department. Today on Your Health and You, presented by the Putnam County Health Department, we speak with Lisa Bumbelow, the director of the Putnam County Health Department, and also Dr. Don Grisham, the regional medical director for the Department of Health. May is National Stroke Awareness Month, and welcome to you both. I'm not sure which one of you is more expert, maybe both of you. What is a stroke for people who don't really know what a stroke actually is? A stroke is where the brain doesn't get enough blood. Uh, You can think of it like a heart attack where the brain is not getting the blood and there'll be damage to the brain. And there are two types of stroke. One is where there's bleeding in the brain, and that's about 20% of strokes. But the more common stroke is where there's a blood clot that that causes decreased blood flow, and that's about 80%. Dr. Grisham, how common are strokes? It's the second most common cause of death and disability in the world. What is, the, what is it second to? Um, heart attack. Heart attack, okay. In the United States, there are 800,000 strokes every year. Um, and in 2015, it is estimated that 40 million people were alive who had previously had a stroke. And that 800,000 is probably actually a low number because a lot of times people experience strokes and they are many strokes. They don't even know they've had strokes. That's exactly right. The highest area of the country responsible for strokes is the southeastern United States. It's called the stroke belt of the country. And uh, and I'm assuming this is probably in large part uh, contributed to because of lifestyle factors. Uh, just... To, you know, I mean, if you grew up in the South, you know, it's fried chicken, it's fried everything. Right, and, right. and those things have to, to to increase the likelihood of strokes. It's your health and you. I'm Marshally discussing strokes at the Putnam County Health Department. Lisa Bumbelow and Dr. Don Grisham, uh, we're speaking about strokes today. And, you know, strokes can certainly be life altering. If you know anyone that's had a stroke, then you certainly have possibly seen evidence of how life altering they can be. But the, the faster you receive help, just like in any condition, the better the outcome, I'm assuming, because there are signs associated with strokes. As as you know, as a person is about to have a stroke, there are certain symptoms and signs. And you all use an acronym. It's FAST, F-A-S-T, and that is a discussion of those signs. So what does FAST mean in relation to strokes, Lisa? Yes, that's a great tool to use, and it's an easy way to remember the sudden signs and symptoms. F stands for FACE face drooping. Does one side of the face droop or is it numb? So you can look at the person and ask them to smile. And that's a good trigger. Okay. A stands for arm weakness. Is one of their arms weak or numb? Ask them to raise both of their arms. And if one arm tends to drift downward, that's a sign. Is there, there's never, I guess, really, it depends on which side of the brain the stroke occurs on to determine which, which side of mobility is affected. Okay. S in FAST stands for speech difficulty. Is their speech slurred or are they unable to speak or unable to be understood? So ask them a simple question. 
such as, is the sky blue? And ask them to repeat it or to answer it. And is it repeated correctly? Or the date. The or... date. Or what is your name, even, I think is a good thing. Correct, Dr. Grisham? Just yes. A simple question. And then T in FAST stands for time. That's essential. If any of these symptoms are there, call 911. Uh, you do want to um, be taken to the ER by EMS immediately. That is of the essence. And um, because some of this, the things involved with a stroke, though, I'm assuming once it has begun, it, it there's probably no stopping it necessarily. But the sooner you can, tr- especially in strokes where bleeding is involved, the sooner that could be, I mean, that could mean the difference between life and death. Yes. And even if the symptoms do go away, it's still important to call 911 and be checked out. And uh, I'm going to ask this question. Once a person has had a stroke, are they then more susceptible to future strokes? Either either or both of you can respond. <laughs> yes, because of the risk factors involved in a stroke. Usually those risk factors won't change in a person. High blood pressure is the greatest risk factor for stroke. If you can lower the top number of your blood pressure by 10 points or lower the bottom number by 5 points, you reduce your stroke risk by 40%. It's your health and you. Uh, I'm Marshally discussing strokes, so that is one way that you can lower strokes. What were you going to say, Lisa? Just eating a healthy diet. Uh, that's very important, making healthy lifestyle choices, getting plenty of exercise. And so there are activities and lifestyles that contribute, uh, obviously, to stroke. So what are some of those high-risk behaviors and activities that, that folks should avoid? Well, you want to get plenty of exercise. That's so important. Uh, sometimes when we choose to sit at home, do a lot of sitting, and, don't well, move. And a sedentary lifestyle in today's world where everything is at your fingertips is, yes. is not uncommon. Right, right. Um, you also don't want to smoke. Cigarettes, uh, cigarette smoking greatly increases your risk of a stroke. And if you don't smoke, we hope that you do not start. And if you do smoke, quitting will lower your risk. Your physician can give you tools and help you with that. Also, the Tennessee Department of Health has some great uh, information on their website and a 1-800 number to call for support, and that's 1-800-QUIT-NOW. Great resource. So if I think I might be uh, in one of these risk categories, how can I figure my risk of a stroke? There's a um, website called cvriskcalculator.com, and you can plug in your numbers. The risk factors for stroke are high blood pressure, cholesterol, smoking, and diabetes. So let's do one. Uh, let's say you're a 60-year-old. Oh, my, not mine. <laughs> I'm not giving you my yeah. numbers. <laughs> let's say you're a 60-year-old woman with a blood pressure of 115 over 75. Your cholesterol is 140. Your good cholesterol, HDL, is 60. You don't smoke. You don't have diabetes. Your calculated risk of having a stroke in 10 years is 1.8%. It's not bad. It's not bad. But let's look at another person. A 60-year-old man has a blood pressure of 145 over 86. His total cholesterol is 220. His good cholesterol is low at 40. He smokes. He's being treated for diabetes. His risk is 40% of having a stroke within 10 years. That's pretty high. 
That's pretty, well, real high. <laughs> and, and, now, and they say that 80% of strokes are preventable. You mm. can alter your lifestyle. You can alter these risk factors either with your own lifestyle changes or with medications. It's your health and you, things important to you and helping you prevent strokes. I'm Marsha Lee discussing stroke awareness in the month of May. It is National Stroke Awareness Month with Dr. Don Grisham and Lisa Bumbleau, both uh, associated with the health in our community. Uh, Lisa Bumbleau, the Putnam County Health Department Director, and also Dr. Don Grisham, the Regional Medical Director for the Department of Health. So, this this fella that we just had the numbers for, you know, he's got a 40% chance of having a stroke. There's a great likelihood in the next decade he's going to have one. So then what? What happens? What should a person do? What can a person do? We've talked about what a person should do if, if symptoms are presented. If they're, they're presenting these symptoms, they should immediately get medical attention. But long term, what's the long range uh, look? Is there changes that he can make to prevent strokes in the future? What should he do or what should any person do looking ahead to the future after they've experienced a stroke absolutely the the key is lowering his blood pressure and then in the last year they have redefined what high blood pressure is your blood pressure should be 120 over 80 or less so that's a lower number than it's ever been so we lower his blood pressure either with lifestyle changes or medication his cholesterol needs to be lowered he needs to stop smoking and his diabetes needs to be under control. And doing those things, not easy. <laughs> not easy not to easy. do all no, of those. No, but it will decrease but his it, risk. It, but it's a lot easier to do those things and live than than to suffer right. suffer future strokes that could certainly uh, impact the quality of life. If he comes through the first stroke relatively unscathed, there's not a good chance that he would be that lucky the next time. Absolutely. Early detection and treatment of a stroke is very important, but there's one thing that's even more important, and that's preventing a stroke. Stroke prevention uh, and stroke awareness. I, you know, I learned a lot today, and I thank you both for sharing with me. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Marsha Lee, helping you be better informed, better prepared, and live a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you, presented by the Putnam County Health Department. Lisa Don, thank you so much. Thank you.